Culture with Justin Pearson. I'm here with Jose Palafox, one of my oldest and dearest friends. Um, been in a bunch of bands together. Um, someone who I admire um, beyond anything. Yeah, anyhow, he's, he's my brother. So I'm here to talk about a film that he's taking part in. And so uh, take it away. Thanks, JP. Uh, the film is called Clean Sober Punks. And it's a good friend of mine, Al Lujan, who's been working on this project for a few years now. And um, it's basically a project that looks at people in recovery who happen to be part of the punk rock scene, hardcore scene. Uh, it's sort of a coming out kind of film that addresses the whole issue of what does it mean to be a punk in recovery, in sobriety. Um, I myself have been in recovery for many years now. Um, I'm part of a 12-step group. Um, a lot of those 12-step groups, the way that they work is they work as, as a group in secrecy almost, in, in anonymity, and there's a lot of important reasons why that's for, that's about, but this film and this project that Al and a few other people have been involved in is trying to sort of flip the script of the way in which media, films, public discourse around punks and people in punk rock have been portrayed as people who are just fucking drunks, fuck up junkies, who don't give a shit. And I feel like that's something that we really have to address. Like, what does it mean to be a punk who's always drunk or who's always on drugs? That's how it's being portrayed. Is there other ways that we can intervene, still be in punk, still be in hardcore, and yet be in sober? So that's sort of the question that's being posed by everyone who's being interviewed. I hope the film still comes out. There's some funding issues right now, but we're sort of addressing a lot of these issues around representations of punk, punk rock, the music, the artists. Um, there's some pretty big names of people who are in recovery who are being interviewed for that film. Um, and, you know, they haven't come out publicly yet, so I don't want to name them, but there's a few amount of really big names that uh, of people who have been contacted and have been interviewed for it. So it's like taking the perception of Sid Vicious, I guess, which is like the icon of punk rock. Correct. And it's kind of denouncing that. Um, not so much <coughs> denouncing that, but maybe resignifying it to mean something different. Like, yeah, we can be fucking punk. We can cut our fucking chest up. We can do crazy visceral things that might scare society or old ladies who are fucking walking down the street. And especially when we walk down the street and scream that God is dead because he's fucking dead. Um, that might be something that's shocking, but I just feel like there's so much, there's so much other ways that one can be punk, I feel, and make interventions to the same things that I feel like we've been trying to do, even in the bands that we were about and, and challenging, you know, uh, states and challenging organized religion and, and challenging, you know, corporate capitalism, all those things without having to endanger our bodies because you know part of the other work that I do too is I also work as a drug prevention specialist and we know that 90% of adults who struggle with addiction they all have something in common and that is that they all begin using and abusing alcohol and other drugs before the age of 18 there's something about a chemically developing brain when you introduce alcohol and other drugs at a young age those people are more vulnerable to addiction and so on the one hand you have the fucking knuckleheads of straight edge people like Earth Crisis and Slapshot who I have no fucking I have no connection with that kind of sobriety that kind of straight edge because that to me shows that one can be sober 
be chemically free of these alcohol and drugs and yet still be the biggest a-hole in the planet. So to me, recovery is something else. So not not to cut you off, but like, I mean, I was going to say like, what about Ian MacKay or something like that kind of concept of straight edge, which is definitely more progressive and not as elitist as something like the bands or the artists that you've uh, suggested. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for the work that he's done. He's, he's an inspirational person. I don't agree with everything that he says. But, um, you know, I, I, I think the film, when it comes out, and I'd love to do a, a second interview with you when it comes out because you'll get more of an idea. There is a trailer if you go to YouTube and just, uh, you know, look for Clean Sober Punk. You'll be able to check out the, the two-minute trailer about what the project is about. But, you know, it's... I'm going to be 42 later this year you know and I'm sort of reflecting back at 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 my life and what I want to do for the rest of my life and I feel like I can be more of service more of an impact by being clean and sober than someone who is out there drinking and using um I just don't I'm just not down with that anymore I'm not down with that and I'm also not down with people who are saying that they're straight or straight edge but secretly they're doing something else so I just think it's much much better to come out of that false dichotomy of of being good or being bad and just being like look I'm fucked up I can do fucked up things but it doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Sure, sure. You know? I mean, it's kind of. I kind of was always moved by um, John Lydon's um, right. kind of testimonial in that movie, um, *Filth and the Fury*, about uh-huh. Sid Vicious and about yeah. how he was a, a junkie, and that was the ultimate, you know, uh, killer of anything positive right. in, the, in the art they were creating. So yeah, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. So maybe again, can you say the um, thing about the um, trailer is on YouTube as clean and sober punks? Yeah, C L N. C B R P N X. And it just so happens that we're doing this interview in, in the event that is being sponsoring the band that you know, Retox and all the other it's a it's against tobacco, you know, and so it's you know, it's it's a fucking killer, man. These electronic cigarettes and, and, and I, I just think we need to be more aware of how these um, chemicals impact us. Sure, and know? it comes down to the corporations. And it comes down to the corporations <coughs> who want to make a profit, yeah. and that's really what it comes down to, and so it's really important for us to be aware of that and to not fall into these boxes that corporations or media representations want to put us in. We're not just Sid Vicious. We're not just that. You know, We could be that, maybe, but also we can do other things that I think are punk. Sure. You know, Like sure. caring about other people and being part of a mutual aid group a secret group that helps people that has your back that when you need something you just go and you help people without expecting anything in return you know i think that that's really rad that's really punk it's creating a, a subversive society within the the messed up one that we live in and it's like an <laughs> embryo it's a seed for a potential to to have something that's different that's not based on profit that's not based on the market, but it's based on what people actually need. And sheer humanity. And humanity, yeah. you know? That's what those punks are trying to do, and, I, and I'm really proud to be part of that, you know? Cool, thanks. I really appreciate um, being part of your life as well and all the things yeah. we've been able to accomplish, and that our friendship has lasted this long. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, we haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> <laughs> we have other things to kill. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That was Colton Culture with Justin Pearson. Justin Pearson.